This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast T-Shirt Collection. Are you a law entrepreneur and want to show your support for Lawn Care Nation? Well, why not sport one of my new podcast T-Shirt designs? They're available on Amazon.com, and for you Prime members, you get free two-day shipping. Go check them out at Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Lawn Care Business Success. And thanks for your support. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julia Tomei, and this is episode number 153, entitled Segmenting Your Mowing in Accounting. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week and downloading those episodes, as well as for the questions, the comments, the feedback that you guys have been sending through. Like I say, I really do appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to do that. Uh, so, uh, if you haven't already left a review, um, you know, that's one of the single most, uh, important things you can do for the podcast to help spread that social proof, uh, and just, uh, to let others know, uh, what you think of the podcast that you find it valuable. I, you know, I always get, uh, those emails each and every week from people, uh, or comments, uh, or direct messages in uh, Instagram from people, uh, saying how much the podcast has helped them. Um, but, uh, you know, taking it a step further and, uh, you know, making those types of, um, comments, uh, public in a place, uh, like the review area for iTunes really does add that social proof, uh, because ultimately when people are searching for, uh, or looking through podcast directories, uh, such as iTunes and looking for, uh, something to listen to, uh, you know, they can, uh, you know, see, you know, the podcast artwork, you know, initially, which may attract them to click on for more information. And then, uh, you know, if there's reviews listed there, uh, from listeners, then that really does, uh, you know, make it so that, uh, uh much more enticing for somebody to, uh, you know, spend the time to uh, download some episodes and, uh, you know, start listening. So if you guys haven't already left a review, like I said, I'd really appreciate you guys if you guys would uh, take the time out to do that. Um, you can also check out uh, a bunch of the worldwide reviews because iTunes is uh, sort of segmented into uh, different countries. Um, you know, if you're in the United States, and you're looking on iTunes, you won't specifically see any of the reviews from Canada or any of the reviews from Australia um, or um, from the UK um, because of the way iTunes works. So uh, you can head on to my website, lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash reviews. And there I've got a little um, you know piece of software, a plugin essentially working where it basically uh, collects all of the iTunes reviews from all of the different uh, uh, countries. 
and uh, puts them all together on one page there. Uh, and it shows you the country that that uh, review came from, and you can read the actual reviews there. So if you leave a review on iTunes, it'll automatically show up on my website there, as well as the iTunes uh, store of the country that you are in. Uh, so like I said, really would appreciate you guys doing that. That would be fantastic. Now, uh, for this week's episode, I wanted to talk about uh, segmenting your lawn mowing jobs in your accounting software. Now, this came about because I was uh, doing my month-end bills just a few days ago uh, for the month of May for all of my clients, and I noticed in my software that this is something that I do and that uh, I had never actually really ever talked about it um, uh, or mentioned it uh, before in either a video or a podcast or anything like that. And thought it would be, uh, you know, maybe just something, uh, uh, you know, handy uh, for you guys uh, to, uh, you know, try out for yourselves. So I'm just going to play the podcast announcements and then uh, we'll get into uh, this episode in its entirety right after this. So stay tuned. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. And while you're there, why not join my mailing list and get access to a free PDF document of a landscape maintenance contract you can feel free to copy and use in your own business. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do, so I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. There's no long-term commitments, and you can cancel any time. And get this, even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so before the uh, podcast announcements there, I was talking about segmenting your mowing jobs um, in your accounting software. So what do I mean by this? Well, we all know that you're supposed to keep track of uh, all of your expenses in your business. So, you know, having different categories in your software or however you manage your accounting, whether you're literally using um, ledger books or you're using some sort of, uh, you know, accounting software like uh, QuickBooks um, or you're um, using an all-in-one uh, software solution. Maybe you're using uh, Yardbooks uh, or maybe some custom software um, or uh, Lawn Pro or something like that. There's a whole list of, um, you know, lawn care software uh, that you can use to help manage and organize your business from scheduling and routing and uh, invoicing and all that sort of stuff. And the type of software that you use uh, isn't really of... Uh, you know, importance here for this subject. It's just more of the action that you take. So like I said, we all know that we're supposed to 
you know, segment our expenses. So, you know, you won't, you'll have a list for, you know, fuel, uh, that you use in your business. And you may even have that broken up. I have that broken up into, um, you know, uh, a bunch of different categories. So I have, uh, fuel for my, uh, diesel truck. I have fuel for, uh, my, um, smaller car that I use to do estimates. I have, uh, fuel for, uh, the mowers. Uh, same with maintenance for those, uh, you know, vehicles. I'll have those broken up into the categories of those specific vehicles so that I know if I'm, um, you know, uh, doing a brake job on a vehicle, which vehicle that brake job, uh, you know, goes to. And then at the end of the year, I can look up, um, you know, and get totals for the amount of money spent on, you know, each particular vehicle for fuel, for maintenance, for that sort of stuff, you know, and then this, uh, you know, expands into insurance for your business and office supplies and uh, uniforms and all the sorts of things that you spend your money on. And you have different categories um, that you um you know, put those expenses in and, you know, depending on the country that you live in, when it comes to doing your taxes and all that sort of stuff, there are certain, you know, rates, um, that you can write off certain things, um, you know, depending on the value of them. And, you know, this will obviously vary from country to country. So I'm not going to get into that, um, because it'll be completely different for all of uh, the listeners that listen to this from all the different countries that, uh, download these podcasts. So we won't get into those specifics, but you guys get the general idea of what I'm trying to, uh, get to here. But what we don't always do is segment the income coming in. So we always, uh, you know, know that we're supposed to segment our money going out or the expenses in our business, but we don't, um, always segment, uh, you know, the income coming in. Now, if you do a bunch of different jobs, um, and I mean like junk removal and, uh, maybe pruning and then lawn mowing and all that stuff, you may have those segmented in, uh, those categories so that if somebody hires you to do hedge trimming, then, you know, you're going to put that in the hedge trimming category. If somebody, uh, you know, uh, hires you to do lawn mowing, you're going to have that in the lawn mowing category. And this is, you know, a fantastic first step. Uh, and you want to obviously do that. Hopefully you guys aren't, uh, just lump summing, uh, all of the jobs that you do into just one sort of, you know, category of, uh, you know, a service or something like that. Um, regardless of what it is like hedge trimming and mowing and just putting that all together as the same sort of thing. Hopefully you guys are, um, you know, dividing those into those different segments, but we're going to take it a step further. So what I have done in my business almost from the very beginning is segment the lawn mowing as well. Uh, so what this means is that for each and every one of my clients and for each and every one of the jobs that I've ever done uh, over the past 13 years, uh, like I say, I've almost been doing this right from the beginning, is that I just don't have them listed as lawn mowing. So, you know, I have them listed as a certain type of lawn mowing. So, for example, um, I will have, uh, you know, as a service, uh, lawn mowing, but that for me means that I'm mowing with my 21 inch, 
uh, lawnmower. And not only do I have that listed there um, for lawn mowing, but it'll be um, lawn mowing, and I'll call it lawn mowing regular. So that means it's a regular weekly client. But then I'll also have a regular uh, regular ride-on, uh, which means that uh, I'm using the bigger machine now. So in my business, I've only ever used, uh, at a time, I'll only ever have two machines. So one traditionally uh, has always been, uh, you know, some sort of a ride-on, whether it was uh, a Gravely Zero Turn, uh, John Deere tractor, uh, walker mower, um, you know, something like that. And then the 21 inch mower. Now, as most of you guys know, I use a 21 inch mower and a 36 inch walk behind. Uh, but I still consider, I just call the, I, I use the walk behind as the, um, under that ride on, um, tractor, uh, or ride on mower category. Uh, if you were to say have, uh, three types of mowers or three styles. So yeah, push mower, maybe a, uh, walk behind or a, um, you know, stander and then a large zero turn. Then I would do three different categories for those. And that's not, you know, where it ends as well. Uh, so that would be my first step there. Um, now, secondly, the second sort of stage of uh, segmenting is that, like I said, I'll have um, that regular section. So I have a section for regular lawn mowing. Uh, so this is for clients that are regular weekly clients. Then I have uh, temporary mowing. Um, so these are clients that are maybe... Um, you know, they want it mowed for a month. They want it mowed for a couple months. I have a few customers that I have been doing service for regularly, uh, in the sense that I mow their lawns only when they are away on vacation, but I've been doing it on a regular basis every year. So I only ever mow their lawn when they're on vacation, but it's a yearly thing. Uh, another bunch here uh, that we have is uh, snowbirds, uh, they call them. And that's basically people who here that live in Canada, but when wintertime comes, they, uh, you know, will drive down south to the United States, to Florida, or to Palm Springs, or something like that, and they'll have a second home in those areas, and they'll spend the Canadian winters in the warmer climates of those areas. And then come springtime... April, May, when the Canadian winter is done and we're going to have, you know, our nice uh, weather starting, they come back home and they'll usually have a house sitter or something like that at their home during those winter months while they go away. Um, and uh, I've got a bunch of clients like that as well, where I mow their lawns every year, but only from March uh, when the lawns just start to grow and um, all the way through you know, uh, at the most, uh, at the end of, uh, May, uh, it'll usually end and they're usually all back by then. And we'll, uh, you know, take over the mowing themselves, um, you know, at that point. So those would be considered for me, mow temporaries. Uh, and then I have a, um, mow once category, uh, which basically is somebody calling that just wants their lawn mowed one time. Now this is one, um, that I don't use, uh, 
very often anymore. When I started my business, of course, you know, I was taking on all sorts of work and this is where that this category came in was the mow once jobs. Uh, somebody just wants a one-time lawn mowing. You may be mowing, um, you know, a lawn for somebody and maybe a neighbor walks up or something like that and uh, asks you to uh, just mow at the one time. Uh, so that's where that category falls in. Now, the next category I have um, that I've used uh, a bit and I still use is uh, mow once tall grass. So this is for those large, um, you know, unsightly lawns that haven't been cut, cut or cut uh, in a few weeks or maybe a couple months or something like that. And it's a large, you know, mowing job of super tall grass, basically. So what this whole point of segmenting all of this is basically what it does is it lets you get a basically like a financial snapshot of your business month to month. And especially then at the end of the year, when you're doing your taxes, you of course still have your full total of all the income you've made, but now you've got specific categories that you can look at and you can see how much money or income you have earned from that 21 inch lawnmower exactly, or how much you know, income you have earned from using, you know, on properties that use the, uh, walk behind more or your stand on more or which properties or income you have earned from using your large zero turn more. Also, you can also see, um, which of those, uh, you know, uh, or how much of that uh, work is all from regular weekly clients, how much of that work is from just temporary, um, you know, vacation mows or that sort of thing. You can see uh, how much work or income you earned from uh, hacking down the jungles with the one-time tall grass uh, type mows. And a lot of these, like I'll use in conjunction. So like if I'm picking up a new client and their lawn, um, you know, is overgrown. I've had a couple of those this year, um, where, you know, lawn hadn't been cut or anything like that, but they want regular service, but it's going to take that first cut. Well, this, you know, I will bill that first cut as the, you know, mow once tall grass, um, and have, you know, the price for that because it'll be a lot more expensive. And then after that, it'll go into the mow regular. Say if it's, uh, using, um, you know, my 21 inch mower, um, or it might be mow regular, you know, with a ride on or something like that. Um, and it gives you that sort of uh, snapshot. The other nice thing about this is that when, because it's being segmented like that, when you go to print out the invoice for the client, um, it's breaking it down there. So it has the dates, it has the thing, and it's saying, you know, uh, because sometimes people will forget, they'll, uh, they get busy, that sort of thing. And, um, you know, the, uh, uh, if you just have it all as lawn mowing and you have the price different for one mowing versus another mowing, it can be confusing. But by having, you know, those different segments, it shows up on your invoices. So that first mow with the tall grass, it'll say mow once tall grass, and then it'll have that more expensive price. So then they are instantly reminded too, when they're looking at their invoice, oh yeah, that's why that one is more expensive. And then underneath it just says mow, you know, regular for the next maybe three cuts of that month. Um, and then they are, uh, you know, more, uh, 
you know, it just makes it a lot easier when they're looking at their final, you know, invoices for that month. This also, uh, I have found really helps you, um, you know, like I said, gives you that financial sort of snapshot of your business and it really, um, makes it, uh, easy for you to determine whether you should be spending money on different, uh, equipment. Um, for example, you know, if I look at my business, um, and I look at, uh, you know, say the time when I had the Walker mower, um, so, you know, everybody uh, around me was saying that uh, Walker mowers were fantastic and stuff, and they are. They're great mowers. Uh, I still love Walker mowers, but they weren't right for my business. And this is one of the things that I could use to look at uh, and see, because I would look into my software at the end of the year. And I could tell, um, obviously, uh, that my, um, you know, week to week and after using the machine and all that sort of stuff over time, that it spent more and more time on my trailer than it did actually getting used. And most of the jobs I was using the 21 inch more because of the types of properties uh, that I mow. They're in the city, they're smaller, they're denser. And a lot of cases where you know, you could do the front yard, um, with the walker, you wouldn't be able to get it into the backyard. Um, you know, for example, um, but by looking at that sort of financial snapshot at the end of the year, I could, you know, actually see the numbers and see, okay, this machine is earning me this much income per year. This machine, the, you know, the 21 inch mower is earning me this much income. And then you start to see a trend year after year. And for me, it was like, okay, this doesn't make sense having this Walker mower because this Honda mower, you know, costs me here in Canada, the Honda HRC 216s are uh, roughly about $1,200 Canadian. Um, so I would look at that and go, okay, but this has earned me, you know, such and such thousands of dollars. Um for the year where this, uh, Walker mower cost me $14,000 Canadian and it's only earned me this much per year. So you could see there that it just doesn't balance out that you have a mower that costs almost 14 times more expensive than the main mower that's earning 90% of the income for the business. Uh, so, you know, you look at that and go, okay, that doesn't make sense. I don't need that much or that much of an investment sitting on a trailer most of the time. Uh, you know, I could probably get away with selling that mower, uh, which I uh, inevitably did and going back to, um, using a John Deere tractor, for example, uh, and having a $2,000 mower, um, you know, $2,000 you know, Home Depot style John Deere tractor just to do that handful of properties that needs a larger uh, mower. And that's ultimately what I did. And, you know, it ended up uh, working fantastically. Now, as most of you guys know, um, that got stolen and I've replaced that now with the walk behind. And I can already see now the ratio of jobs is a lot closer. Uh, it's a lot more even between, um, the push mower, uh, the HRC 216, the 21 inch and the 36 inch, um, walk behind mower. Um, so I'm finding now that even, you know, 13 years in you, you're, you know, looking at, uh, your business, you're trying different things. And I can see now that a 36 inch mower 
is about the maximum size mower um, for my business and for my properties um, because it's at that sort of 50-50 mark now. So because of the 36-inch size, uh, the problems I had with the larger mowers was that obviously, um, you know, there was only a handful of properties like the, you know, when I had the walker that I could do the front and backyard, that I could get it through the gate to do the backyard. So ultimately, it wasn't worth doing even the front yard because the front yards really aren't that big. Um, so it ended up just sitting on the trailer because it was just more hassle taking it off and I could just mow the whole front and back with a push mower. Um, with the 36 inch mower now, I'm finding that, um, you know, not only can I do those front yards, but I can get uh, in through a lot more gates. So now this is essentially... Uh, the 36 inch mower is now essentially taking on a bunch of the properties that I used to do with just the 21 inch mower. And it's giving me a much evener, uh, balance when I look at, uh, the ratio of jobs. So it's about, uh, 50% now. So about 50% of the jobs I do now, I still have to do with the, uh, 21 inch mower just because of access. Uh, there might be, uh, one or two stairs, um, the gates might be still too small, smaller than a 36 inch mower can get through, um, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but the 36 inch mower now, uh, does those jobs, especially with the sulky. Um, it lets me, uh, tackle those larger properties, um, that I was doing with, uh, those other ride-ons. Um, now, Keep in mind here that when I say larger properties, I am not talking about acreages or anything like that for my business specifically, but it lets me do those larger sort of city lots um, that uh, may be uh, up to a half acre in size or something like that at the most. Um, I don't even think I have anything that's even a half acre anymore, um, but it lets me do those you know, any properties that I can get it on. So now I will use that 36 inch on any property that I can get it in or through the back gate. If I can do both front and backyard with it, that's what I'm going to use. Um, so it's taking up a lot more of the percentages. And I can see that that type of more now, you know, up to a 36 inch makes the most sense for me. Uh, and I'm even thinking now by looking at these numbers and stuff that, you know, if I could go down to a 32 inch mower, um, or a 34 inch more, it would even start to tip that balance. And I would even be able to take on even more jobs uh, or take away more of the push mode jobs and go into something like that. Um, and the only thing that kind of holds me back there is that, of course, as uh, a lot of you guys probably know, is that there's not a lot of choice here where I am from as far as standard mowers uh, or things like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, anything smaller than a 36 um, is harder to come by. There is the zero turns, uh, like the small Gravely uh, Pro 35. Four, I think it is, uh, that might work. Um, but then that's a sit down mower and I'm really enjoying the stand up sort of idea. Uh, and, uh, uh, the other issue is that it has to be a floating deck. I have to be able to adjust heights 
easily. So that's, um, you know, where I stand right now. And I find that that 36 inch uh, sort of gives me the best of everything, right? It lets me have the floating deck with the turf tracer. Um, I can uh, walk behind it on hills uh, and uh, I can drop that sulky and uh, ride behind it on larger open areas. And uh, it really, uh, you know, helps me out. And I've got that financial snapshot from segmenting all of my mowing to know, you know, where I stand financially that I know that that mower now uses, takes up, uh, you know, half of, or uses or collects or, you know, builds out half of my actual income, uh, for the year now. And, uh, like I say, I can only see it, uh, uh, growing, uh, stronger than that, but, uh, it's very interesting to be able to pinpoint and be able to make those decisions and have the uh, financial, the actual numbers to uh, back it up, to know exactly how much uh, income each of those types of mowers is bringing in. Um, like I said, when I was using that uh, walker, I could see uh there clear as day in black and white uh on the screen um or printing out my reports or you know uh, that sort of stuff profit and loss and all that sort of stuff where you would see all the jobs broken down and those categories those segmented mowing categories instead of having one generic category i could see that 90% of my income was coming from that uh 21 inch mower versus the um you know much more, you know, expensive. The, the $14,000 walker, um, was only making 10% of the income and, you know, it didn't make sense. So this is just something that, um, you know, I have always done. I would suggest, uh, and recommend that you guys all do it as well. You know, it's very easy. You just uh, go into your accounting software. You just start to segment those, uh, you know, different jobs. So basically you just start uh, adding different cat, different service categories. Uh, so instead of just having one straight lawn mowing uh, category for your accounting software, you would have, uh, you know, a mow, maybe mow regular for regular client, um, a mow once, um, I have the mow once tall grass, I have mow regular ride on, um, or sorry, I, I guess I call it, uh, a ride on regular, um, a ride on, uh, once and a ride on tall grass. And basically those are the six, uh, that I use. Of course, like I said, if you have, uh, and those are based on the fact that I have the two basic mower categories in my business, the 21 inch mower and now the 36 before it was, uh, the 42 inch, um, either the Walker, um, or the John Deere tractor or the, uh, gravely, um, zero turn that I had before that. Um, and, uh, you know, so basically two different mowers that you, I was either a larger format mower or a smaller mower. A lot of you guys have the three types that I've seen uh, through your Instagram posts on your your things. You'll have a big, large ride-on. Uh, you'll have um, maybe a stander more and then a push more. You may have, um, you know, a walker or an Xmark navigator as well. You may want to segment that as well. And just uh, to be able to see, you know, exactly where your income is coming in, which machines are earning their keep, 
you know, do you need to purchase another zero turn for your business if you start to expand? Um, say you decide you want to bring on employees um, and you're taking on other jobs. Do you want to uh, bring on a second zero turn or does it make sense to have a second stand on more? Um, that sort of thing. Or do you have a hole there? Do you have a large zero turn like I had? Um, although, you know, obviously a 42 inch, uh, you guys are probably laughing when I say that's a large zero turn, um, or large more, uh, because a lot of you guys are in the sixties and 72 inch mores, but here obviously in the city, I'm not into, you know, obviously something that, that big, but the point is that do you have one large mower and one small mower? And maybe is there a hole in the middle? Like I found with, um, you know, in my business where, um, I had these two mowers that I thought was covering everything, but found that because of access and all that sort of stuff, everything was being done with a smaller mower. Um, and, uh, now, you know, getting rid of that, uh, slightly larger mower and getting a, uh, you know, sort of a medium format, uh, mower, a 36 inch, uh, that that fits the business a lot better. Again, this is going to be different. You may not even have push mowers in your business if you're, uh, you know, in some larger area, uh, in the U.S. Um, I know a lot of the properties there, um, in rural areas are just massive. Uh, and, uh, you know, it be, it might be completely different. It might not even have any push mowers. Your 36 inch mower might be your small mower. Uh, but even then, you know, do, you, uh, have, you know, your 36 inch more as your, basically your more regulars. And then, um, you know, your ride on as your 72 inch mower or your 60 inch, uh, mower, uh, you know, so basically just segmenting all of your mowing. Don't just lump sum it all into one category as lawn mowing. I think you'll find at the end of the year, especially uh, month to month, obviously you get that snapshot uh, right away as you start to um, organize those clients and the types of lawn mowing jobs they are. Uh, and then the other thing I would say is, um, you know, if you have, you know, there's always some properties that are mixed um, that uh, you need to uh, have you know, the different size mowers on them. Um, but, uh, I would generally just categories, categorize them as whatever the largest mower that you use on that property is, because yes, there may be some areas that, um, uh, you know, you need, uh, to use a, a specific mower I found, and I'm assuming it would be the same for other people that, um, you know, generally I'm using the biggest mower I can on that property. And if there's a few areas where, you know, that mower can't get into, um, for example, I had some properties where, you know, they had a large front yard, maybe a corner lot with a big uh, side area. And I would do, you know, the larger mower on that, but they had a very small backyard, um, with a tiny gate. And so I would have to take the push mower than to do the backyard. Um, and it wasn't worth doing the whole yard in that particular case, um, with the push mower because the front yard was so much bigger uh, that it would take so much longer. It was just easier to do the front yard with the bigger mower, load it up, grab the small mower, do the little backyard. So I just had that categories categorized as the large mower because that's predominantly what's being used. Um, 
And that's what I generally find. I don't think you're going to find an area where you're doing everything with, um, you know, a smaller mower and then have one section where you unload the big mower to do a smaller, you know, section that requires a big mower. It doesn't really, uh, make sense that way. Um, you're generally always going to do the big, you know, whatever the biggest mower you can get on a property. And it's usually the other way around where you might be have an area or a spot where, um, you know, you can't do, um, a particular, uh, area. Now I know, for example, I think I saw a video once where, um, I'm not sure who it was as of this point. I can't quite remember, but the person would use their standard mower for the entire property, except for one side of the backyard. It was on a bit of a slope. It was always kind of slick and they just couldn't get traction with the standard mower to go up it. So they would do the whole yard with the standard and then, um, they would load it up and grab their walk behind, um, and just do that one section with the walk behind. So I would consider that whole property, the standard mower, uh, basically. And I would have that segmented into that category. So, like I said, uh, hopefully uh, you guys uh, found some value in that. I think, uh, you know, once you start doing it and seeing the routines where, you know, in those uh, reports at the end of the year, you can start to see and see exactly where uh, all of that income is coming from, from what type of jobs uh, matching to the types of equipment that you're using. And it just makes it a lot easier to you know, make those equipment purchases, um, you know, a lot, uh, more clear in knowing, um, you know, what type of businesses, um, by income basically, and having that exact, you know, dollars and cents, you know, number knowing exactly how much income your business is earning from what types of properties. Um, so, uh, that's it for this one, guys. Here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.